0: Uh, welcome to the Wild Minds Podcast with Jad Steele, a uh, podcast where we talk about anxieties at uni, struggles at uni, how we deal with these kind of problems. Uh, today we have Clark Williams here with us. Thanks for having me. Um, no worries, man. I, I, I was really excited to have you because I don't know you that well. <laughs> I don't yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? You can... Um, yeah, I'm Clark Williams. I'm a third year student at Boswell
1: University. I study creative computing. So it's essentially computer science and animation. That's what, that's what I always say. I always say, oh, yeah, I just do creative. Um, Sorry, computer science. Just sound a little bit more impressive. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's me. All right. Well, um, I'm trying to think how we know each other. We know each other because your friends, we've got mutual friends. That's right. And every time I meet you, I feel like we get we get on. Right? Yeah, we yeah get 100%. On. And... I, I, I've mostly seen you at parties and I feel like you've got quite yeah. a good energy you've got quite a good energy at parties I don't know I feel like you know people like you thanks man yeah.
1: <laughs> people like you too man oh yeah, thank come you come on you oh, so,
0: yeah. so, so just it right in my way um, yeah I, we, I, we get on, I think we have you know we like sometimes similar music yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, just me no. vibe we bounce off each other yeah, yeah, right? it, I I works. So. it works so. I think so we should to... spend
1: more time together we should yeah
0: well we're starting yeah we've got time we've got a year left why not I want to ask you, I want to start with asking you, because uh, I didn't really know you in first year, so you lived on campus. I did. I lived on top of campus,
1: gardens, the bougie area, yeah. posh area. So tell yeah. me,
0: what was something that you were surprised about when you came to uni? Something for good, I start with something for good that surprised Something good you. that surprised me. Yeah. <sighs> Probably so, like, the the views, the nature. Like,
1: I, w- I was so surprised by, like like the way it looks I'm from London I'm a city boy so I'm used to smoke and taking trains and you know everything being like close and buses and everything coming every two two minutes at that but um, yeah no this place here is just so open and so vast so beautiful so it's it's definitely a different view waking up to especially in first year so different
0: it's nice I think I I agree because I'm I'm from I don't think I don't live as central as you do Mm. because I'm from south London okay I right. think we, I think we've maybe like briefly mentioned that before. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I agree. I say I find Bath. Um, I like the quietness of it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I quite enjoy the kind of sometimes London can get very busy. Mm. Even South London, maybe not as busy as. So you, where are you from? You're from? I'm from North London. You're from North London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, hundred I, percent. I, 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 love the the scenery Yeah, mm. I love the quietness, and I love that people are kind of. Generally more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like the um, city actually
1: like sleeps around about 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah, London never sleeps. So. It never sleeps.
0: Yeah. Um, great. Um, now, bad. Now <laughs> <bad. laughs> something bad. Something okay. bad. Or not necessarily bad. Maybe something that you found difficult or anything really. Probably adjusting to live with other people. This is a first year question, right? Yeah,
1: sure. Okay, yeah. adjusting to live with other people in first year, learning that oh, other people live lives differently oh you don't like to clean your plates before you go to sleep or you like to leave them in the sink for 10 days and let it grow mold and then throw it into the bin okay cool see my mama raised me right my dad raised me right my sister she was supporting me you had to make sure you had to clean yourself, look after it mm. yeah it's, it was all a bit madder, uh, kind of
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it's just so weird it's so weird seeing how people live out here um, and also they like drinking mm. these people they drink man they, they could like easily do like a bottle of vodka easily
0: what do you think about university drinking culture I was not ready for it yeah I wasn't ready for it um
1: I mean in first year I was just drinking Krabbies. If you know about Krabbies, no, then you, I know, you know you, you I know you don't know what it is, man. Like, Krabbies is like some good stuff, man. It's like um it's like ginger beer with like a little bit of alcohol, like five percent or something Something nice, something like relax and yeah. take it easy. Used to drink it after I finished like handing in an assessment or something like that to kind of relax. But um, yeah, no, th- these people they would well especially first years Anybody, they would drink for any excuse oh I went to my first lecture today yay I'm going to drink like, okay cool got another one tomorrow sure let's drink so like,
0: you're, you're not a big drinker really
1: I can drink if we're going to have a good time so for example if we're going to go out I'll happily drink sociably but it would be very very rare like 1 out of 10 like chance that I'll be 10% chance that I'll be like drinking um, in my house, like, just like I don't know, relaxing. I I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say there's something that I would go out of my way to do and say. Oh yeah, I'll just drink a beer because I want to watch TV. Yeah, it's only if I had like super stressful days or just
0: the mood is right. <laughs> do Do you think that the drinking culture is kind of detrimental? Do you think it has more problems than? I think in first
1: year it's a. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I'd say it's it's kind of good in its own way because it allows you... There's so much that you learn in first year. Like your parents drop you at the door. You have to learn how to live with other people. You have to learn how to look after yourself from laundry, washing up, paying bills, whatever, earning money. That has to be sustained by your own actions and like, you know. And so by drinking, it kind of brings its own... I know it can be relaxing at times, but abusing it, I wouldn't say is good. So for those that abuse it, please try and keep it down mm-hmm. a little bit because some people don't want to come back to see a drunk person, just like you know, stumbling around. Like, oh hey, how you doing? It's been forever, clock. and they're just,
0: it's <laughs> you don't want that when you're tired. Did you ever, do you ever think you've been to, maybe too judgmental on anyone who's drinking a oh, lot? No, no, me, no. I, 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 I don't judge. I drink. I mean, I'm
1: Christian, so I believe that Jesus turned water into wine. I don't <laughs> abuse wine because of that, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, no, I'm never judgmental. I would say that sometimes they will just like, okay, you're in, you're in a different vibe. I'm just going to quickly go to my room and just, you know, mm. relax, watch some YouTube videos until I calm down. And then I happily calm down and join you for a drink or whatever, but never, never judging.
0: Never no, not. yeah. In first year as well, I think I was a big part of that drinking culture. I experienced it. Mm. And... I think I took it too far a lot, like a lot. Like I, I mean, <laughs> n- n- nothing terrible ever happened. It's just no. that uh, looking back on it, I'm kind of like I couldn't do that now. Mm. And second year, I kind of started to see the downsides of it in second year massively. Mm. Uh, in that, for me, it became it affected it started to affect my moods really. So people would say you know, oh, alcohol. They, people, some people don't really treat it as as severe as it is mm. there was a point when i think i was drinking a lot and i noticed i was in bad moods but for reasons that were totally out of my control like i was okay. in bad moods about stuff that about nothing mm. i just wake up and feel i'd be in a bad mood i'd be i'd feel kind of stressed or you know what's the point and mm. then i noticed as soon as i cut out drinking for a bit it mm. went away all all, all really? felt, felt good so wow university drinking culture is something i find super interesting mm. uh Because I think there is a lot of links to one's mental health. I think that uh, even though alcohol is a depressant, I think it accentuates whatever's going on upstairs. 100%. And I kind of always found that if I was in a good headspace, I can drink. I can drink. It's fine. I'll be fine. The next day I'll probably be okay. If I'm in any kind of bad headspace, Mm -hmm. it turns it to like 11. It turns it to like 11. So I think there's something because... My mum's super. Well, uh, she's not from England, mm-hmm. so she the the British drinking culture for her yeah is a bit of a it was a shock. Like she hates me drinking. She doesn't like me drinking, mm. which I totally understand. And I think the more I grow, grow up, the more I'm kind of being like, oh, I she maybe she's right. Mm. You know, maybe maybe this is a bad part of of British culture. Do you? Because you're. Your parents are, are obviously not from, Yeah, they have that opinion so of drinking. My dad's from, my, on
1: my dad's side is Jamaican mm-hmm. and my mum's side is Guyanese. So that's Guyana, that's near Brazil for people that don't know. Um, I'd probably say that drinking hasn't, it's never been abused in my house and it's never been like shamed on or like turned away. I wouldn't come back from school and drink a beer. You know what I mean? (laughs) But if it is Christmas and if it is like my birthday, I would have like half a shot of rum given from my dad. Obviously for like a responsible age. But like, yeah, I I wouldn't say there was ever a time where I had to feel like, oh, I don't like alcohol. This is making me feel some kind of way. I think um, going back to first year, I used to drink rosé. That rosé was like my go-to Because I I had to go for a season Of kind of finding what alcohol Made me feel some kind of way I know they can say like Oh for example scotch can make you feel Like I don't know I I forgot what it said But (laughs) different drinks make you feel different ways Rosé for me was just Kind of like a perfect medium I wouldn't wake up with a hangover I wouldn't
0: you know Yeah I wouldn't not feel The like benefits of being Tipsy. That's good. I think. I mean, I've. It's <laughs> probably a positive thing because I've never seen you out of control. I've never seen you. You give me a face, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stay silent. No all comment. right. All right. Well, <laughs> I wanted to move to what is something that kind of you kind of struggle with at university. something it it can be something that kind of maybe you uh, struggled with before, mm. and is and you've brought to university, or maybe or something that you know you've first experienced at university. You know, what's something that you know you've struggled with, maybe. <laughs> That's no, really interesting. No pressure. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. It's cool. It's a good question. Very good question. I'd probably say it's my character, um, that underwent a lot of pressure and adjustment. In that, when I came in in first year, I had bundles of energy, but and I was just always happy and always just like, yeah, what's good, guys? You know, always about that. Um, and to a degree, I'm still like that, but it's just I depend. It depends on who I show it to nowadays mm-hmm. and who I reveal that to. And um, when I came in. Like people just ask me, like, "Clark, are you on drugs?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "How come you're so happy, like, full of energy?" I'm like, "This is just the life I used to live, and uh, that I do live." And in London, um, all my boys, they just they spend a lot of. Sorry, my boys being my friends, my people. Yeah. For those I don't know, um, all my boys, they they know me, they know that, and so I've always been used to just sharing that around my family. If something's gone wrong, I always just give off the right kind of like vibes to just allow everyone to be at peace. If someone's upset for some sort of reason, I'll just you know comfort them and stuff but bringing that to university that's from like a small circle bringing that to a university campus where it's just much larger just times 10 you can't give out the energy to everybody because you're just going to feel burnt out Mm -hmm. and i don't believe in that energy and like vibes and all that kind of stuff however i do use that word a lot because there's that's the only way i can kind of describe my character in a way so i don't think i answered your question correctly no i think you
0: did i think i think you did um do you think it was hard for you to translate your personality basically to a setting with new people and loads of new people, mm. and you think it was. I feel like I'm, I mean I'm speaking for you a bit. Do you, are you saying kind of that you found it hard to that personality didn't work? Didn't did you feel like it didn't work in the university environment as, as well? Um, I probably say
1: it was just it was almost as if it was a different culture. Yeah, sure. Um, in London, as I said, not not only the fact they would be like never sleeping, I can call my friends and. Put, like text my friends at whatever time They'll most likely respond um, but, but just because of the pressures of their work mm-hmm. And their environment And the lives that they live But coming over here Bath This place They sleep at 12 o'clock 12 yeah. o'clock Unless they're drinking They're like To bed Before 12 Sometimes it's 11 10 You know what I mean That's just from practices That they've practiced in this area most people are from either here or like South Wales or Bristol just kind of this area and yeah it's really interesting um I wouldn't say that I felt the need to give my energy out to everybody but it was just part of my character so I was na- i just naturally be like that but seeing some people what they went through it just kind of set a kind of realistic tone um through my through that through my eyes to kind of see that like some people sometimes uh, people are going through like stuff that's that just can't take my response that and they just want me to just be there not say anything just 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 be there just be a present person mm. and there's just so much that I learned from like learning other people's characteristics learning other people's struggles learning how to respond to that and how to as I said before just be there and so yeah I, I'd say that now I'm a little bit more reserved. But whenever I go back to London, it's the same clock. I've never changed. Mm. But whenever I'm here, it's, I'll invest time into you and then you'll get to know me. And then if you like that, we can carry on being friends. If you don't like that, then it's cool. We can just see each other once a week, once a month, once a year, once every 10 years. It's up to
0: you. No, I I think that, um, I like that response. I think that's quite a good way because you're basically saying, you know, you're there for people, but sometimes Mm. it's kind of, Mm. You can't always fix people's problems, right? You can't, but you can be there. That's right. Um, Do you think you've changed over uni? Because I think you've changed. Since I've known you, I think you've changed. Really? You're into fashion, right? (laughs) Let's talk about that, because every time I see you, you always dress well. I feel like you you like it, right? You like fashion. It's it's fun. It's fun. What do you like? Do you like, um, did you get into it at uni, or were you into it kind of before? Wow. That's a good question. I'd probably say uni. uni
1: brought it out I always knew that I wanted to develop myself from like 2017 so yeah when I was 17 and I was like yeah cool this is something that I'll look look into I, I essentially got out of my first relationship and I was like hmm Normally this is where the girl shows up when we three see each other again and they're like looking 10 out of 10, banging. And, and I'm supposed to feel like, oh no, depressed, I miss you so much. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You got
0: to look good. You know what I mean? You got me looking so, good. <laughs>
1: got me cast up. Um, so yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. It's time for me to change. So I started doing things I wanted to do. I I don't know. I started dreadlocks. I started, I slipped my eyebrow. I got my ear pierced and I was like, yeah, cool okay, it, call it rebellion, call it not knowing my identity, but I was like, there's something that's working here because as soon as I saw her again, she did what she knew that I liked, which is like have Afro and I love her Afro. And um, she saw me and she was like, wow, like, <laughs> what did I do? And I was like, I, I, I didn't want him to feel bad. I didn't want him to feel bad. I never do. I never, ever did. And I never do. It's just, I didn't want to be in that space of like regret. And so I kind of put on this mask, essentially, of putting on, like, fashion and just, like, dripped out and looking good and whatever. But then I thought, I kind of like this. And so it wasn't a mask anymore. It just kind of started becoming a part of my routine, and part of my daily ident- identity.
0: So would you say kind of, because I feel like, do you, would you say you initially did it maybe for an effect, but then after a while that became you? You kind of, you adopted yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I I I've had a similar experience. of Do you feel like you can kind of you can get a real sense of identity through clothes, right? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You can get a real sense of kind of. I really enjoy just uh, trying different things, mm. um, finding what you like. Yeah. I like you know. I think a lot of people at uni do. Yeah. I think a lot of people like to change their hair. They like to change their style, and, and right. it's kind of nice. I love seeing people try different things. Mm. Um, do you think it works? Do you think? Do you think you can really find yourself in where you dress? Um yes, I think you can find yourself through anything. Some people
1: find their identity through certain societies, through certain cultures and clubs and sometimes even drinking or just smoke groups or people that like to smoke weed or you know just just people always find their own clique, their own people and um when I came to Bath uh when I came to the uni this I wasn't too sure where I was at. Um I didn't go to ACS, African Caribbean Society, plug every Friday. Um, I never used to go to that in first year. But second year, I was like, there's something I need to do. So I went there. I also went to see you. So, like, second, second year, I started building my own identity because, like, yeah. first year, I experienced a whole vast of, like, just a plethora of people and, like, their identities and their thoughts. And I was like, wow, there's, like, so much. Where, where do I land in this? Or do I land in this? Or am I an outcast? And so I just kind of started finding my own things. And second year, developed that. Third year, I'm now here. I'm a member of the ACS committee. I'm, um, a member of the CU. You know, I'm just... Sorry, Christian Union. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely find your
0: identity in university. Is so much you learn. So much. Did, did you find being in those societies helped you? So did you find kind of being around kind of people with similar ideologies mm. that helped you, that was...
1: Definitely in CU. Um, um, I wouldn't say ACS as much. Um, in first year, you, you used to find only like a handful of black people. So whenever you did, like you give them a nod like, "Yo, what's good." Second year, walked around, uh, saw black people, I'm like, "Yo, what's good," and, yeah. and they wouldn't respond back the same way. Oh, okay. It was really interesting. First year it was almost as if the the le- um there was less of us, but our community was stronger. Second year that a flood of people came in. You know my basketball did like they. I think they accepted. You're gonna have to check this one. Take what I with a <laughs> pinch of salt, but I think they accepted 80 percent, eight zero, 80 percent of black people that applied to basketball. Oh really? They got I, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also did that thing whereby they paid you. Yeah, you
0: yeah, yeah. They paid. So
1: a lot of people were attracted to that. And so I don't know if people came out here for the money or what the case was. I've got to be careful what I say. That's fine. Um, right. Don't worry. Don't sue me. Just cut it out or something. Yeah, no. I didn't Literally, get paid anything when I came here. No? I'm kind of gutted. I didn't get a drop. That that hurt me. <laughs> like <laughs> The spiritual
0: level, that like, cut deep. I was like, ooh, I, I could I could do with that money right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know. But that sense of community <sighs> is good, right? That sense of community. Yeah, it was you, good. Do you think that that... Kind of do you think a lot of people at university who maybe aren't having a good time are maybe lacking that sense of community? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you need to find people who think like you or
1: if not think like you to a degree. So you may find that in certain clubs such as um chess club or Japanese society every Thursday. Plug.
0: You're or, in Japanese society. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I, I saw that like last week. Really? Yeah, 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 five PM. That's cool. Is is so cool. Commons. Guys come through Yeah <laughs> But I thought You know why not I, I've I've always wanted to go to Japan But that's a whole other yeah. conversation We can get into that Go on, go on. I, know, I mean I've always been For like the culture Um I wouldn't call myself A weeaboo But <laughs> um, But I, I do like Respect Their like their, their drive Like there's so much Out there it's, it's beautiful mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go and um, I didn't want to dive in by like I don't know buying a life-size uh, body plush <laughs> to go to body sleep of like Hatsune Miku <laughs> or something I just wanted to um, yeah I just
0: wanted to learn step by step by learning the language Do you think as well just going back to um, the thing about community and think about having people who are similar kind of they think similarly they mm-hmm. kind of Do you think it's also good to kind of have people who will challenge you? Like, you know, people might have varying opinions. Yeah. Because, yeah, go on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. But I think with that, you'll find that there's a lot of people that have different views. And so that the advice that they may think is helping may actually not be as helpful. Mm. In first year, I heard a lot of, oh, Clark, you're going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about that assessment. It's going to be fine. You only need 40%. Like, for the mindset for them, like, oh, you only need 40%. That may sound great. But for me, I came here for, like, for like serious grades. you mm. know what I mean? And so hearing that for them sounded I think that's a perfect example for them that sounded like yeah cool I could just cruise through first year and they thought they could give it to me as a piece of advice to like relax but that didn't make me relax because it kind of made me think like oh all this hard work that I'm putting in it's only going to get capped at 40 no matter what sorry no not capped at 40 but all I need is 40 and it doesn't run through to second year so it kind of made first year kind of feel irrelevant But you do learn so much from it, as I said from like earlier on, like learning how other people live and stuff like that. So, yeah, Um, advice, I would say try and find a committee. If you do like it, try and stay there for about at least three weeks. Try and see if they speak the same language as you. If not, then go and find another committee, Mm. find another society. It it doesn't hurt. Just explore and try and find your identity in university. Because if you don't find it now, it's you're gonna struggle trying to find that in like the big world.
0: Yeah, I, that's something I kind of. I've never really. I haven't been in it. I'm not in any of the committees or anything. I'm not. Um, mm. I'm on any. But, should uh, give it a go. I should. I should. <laughs> I've. I've always thought about it, but I guess. Um, I've never. There's never been one where I've been like, oh yeah, I'm totally. I I'll. I'll will fit in there. I'll. That's something I want to. I'm interested in. Mm. I've always just kind of found that with my friends that I've made. I usually have similar things, and then anything yeah. that I have. By myself, I'll do by myself. Hmm. Maybe that's a backward way of thinking. I don't know. No. Maybe uh maybe I would be better off going. No, people people respond to medicine in different ways. I think that if you
1: find your community through your friends, such as the people that we find like that we have mutual friends in, sure. you you are gonna find a sense of identity within that. And uh it's interesting enough that I'm actually doing my dissertation on that and then yeah. like, social media and like effects on mental health and identity. So I have like had a little bit of opportunity to look into it, and it is like, yeah, like don't I wouldn't like condemn myself for trying for finding what I've found. You found such a great thing in in the friends that you've got in the community, you've got in the people that love and actually care for you, that will check in on you and be like, yo, it's been a while, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, stick to
0: that. Yeah, it, it, thank you. Yeah. I, I, that's very very kind. Yeah, man. Uh, you said you mentioned something about your dissertation, mm. and I and I really want to get into that. I mean, I don't want you to spill the beans <laughs> on the dissertation to the whole world, but um. I think that's so super interesting because I was actually going to ask you uh, about that because you have quite a big social media presence. I, I mean, I yeah, like you, you have, a, you, have a, you have a presence. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I have a little people that support me. Yeah,
0: I'll say that. <laughs> and uh, you use social media. You use Instagram, mm. uh, YouTube. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Would you consider yourself a social influencer? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, not not. at would all. You, would you ever want to be one?
1: Um, no, nah, I don't no. think. I, I mean maybe i don't know we'll have to see personally i don't i don't find my identity through influencing people mm. i say that i like living my life and if you like certain things then cool that's a vibe um i think that my instagram i've put a lot of love into it because i just i find it fun you know what i mean some people like golf on the weekends some people like to go fishing I like to post on Instagram. Mm. It's fun. I don't do it to kind of promote the latest toothbrush or anything like that. I just do it because I like something. I bought it and now I'm wearing it and now you can see it.
0: <laughs> so do, you, do you like kind of, is it kind of validation for you? Or like just, or just? no,
1: nah, I, I would say that just before first year in, <clears throat> whoa, wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, I'll cut out. Yeah, thanks. I'd say that in, um, in secondary school and sixth form, there was definitely a sense of identity and validation tied into it. Um, like my following, I only had like 400, 500 people following. And for some people, that's a lot. For Some people, that's not a lot. And for the people that at that time, I was like a little bit insecure. So I was trying to impress them. These people were on one point something K and that used to like su- su- surprise me. And I'd be like, yeah, I want, I want to be like that. But I found that actually took away social media for a year. And I was like, yeah, cool. I just, I'm going to focus on myself. As soon as I reinstalled it and I saw like the the same people that I was following, almost looked like they had corrupted themselves and that their identity went from, hey, I'm taking a picture at, I don't know, the park and it's beautiful. Look at those ducks. To look at my dress. Am I sexy now? Or, you know, does this, you know, how, how many co- comments can I get how many likes can I get and it, it is kind of sad um, for me now I can happily say that I do not find I can, you can you can quote me on this I do not find my identity on social media however you will find how I am daily on social media so just like how you see that fashion that's just me living my life I will take a picture I'm a photographer mm. so I didn't have a model I only had my sister so I used to take a I used to take pictures of myself, set it on timer, turn it around, 10 seconds later, take the picture. And then I'd like the pictures that I like and upload that. So it came from a point of photography, not from a place of this is my identity, help me feel validated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's important because uh, I've got quite strong opinions about social media and I I use it, right? Mm. I use Instagram and Twitter mostly, Facebook, Facebook and Fuck Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Facebook, man. I fucking hate Facebook. Um, um, excuse my language. You're French. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Facebook. I mean, I think it's Facebook's great for kind of making events.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: I like doing it if I need to message someone that I don't know very well. Yeah. So I'll just get them. I'll add them on Facebook. i like, um, if I don't have their number or whatever, mm. or get like group chats if you don't have WhatsApp. I mean, yeah. I use WhatsApp with my friends. From yeah, hundred percent. But. <laughs> I, where, where did this hate come from? I want to. I, I like want question the talk, questions I, I, now. Yeah, right. I want I want to talk about. So I was. I kind of. I use Instagram a lot, and I used Twitter a mm. fair amount. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably a bit of a hypocrite for saying this, but I really dislike social media. Mm. Um, having you, I use it, and I'm kind of like I don't think I necessarily use it in the best way. I think I put out just like like look, look, look what I'm doing here. Look what I'm doing here. Yeah, I like. I like to kind of look at it as a photo album, specifically Instagram. I like to look that. back, I look like look back and go, oh, I did this with these people. Then it's cool. Yeah, I can look back to 2016. I can mm-hmm. see this is who I was chilling with. This is what we were doing. Oh, it's a cool memory. However, I feel as though social media has been one of the biggest problems in terms of people's insecurity. In terms of people's, yeah. uh, I don't think human beings are equipped to be thinking about all these things. Like you, you're on Snapchat, right? you see someone's Snapchat story, you're on Instagram you, see their Instagram, you see what they're doing. Yeah. Your brain immediately knows what they're doing. You know what all these people you know like not that well are mm. doing. I don't think the brain is equipped to n- know that much information all at once. Even mm. though it's menial things like, oh, this person's like, I don't know, at McDonald's. This mm. person is, uh, it doesn't matter, anything. Yeah. I don't personally, I think it's a lot of background stress for the brain to kind of, in the background, you're always on, you're yeah. always on, you're always on social media, and you're always this. So I'm interested to, to hear about what, because you're writing about this, right? You're writing right. about this. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear what you think about that because for me, I think social media, uh, even though I use it, uh, I fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, yeah. Go on. No, I,
1: I actually want to look into that. Um, why do people want to use that as well? Um, why do people come back to that? There's there's three possible theses that could come up of my dissertation question alone. And that, that's looking into identity, mental health, and why people keep on coming back. And... I would say that for myself personally, it has come to this point whereby um, as much as I don't care about my identity, I still have six to eight other Instagram accounts that I own, that I post on, that I don't care about, that I will literally post a picture of me with morning face and morning breath like, sup guys, yeah, I just woke up and it is 3pm in the afternoon. Like, because but that's for the people that's in my community back at home in London that actually do know me. So, um, I would say, yeah, I don't want to build this facade, but naturally it has been building and yeah, I hear what you're saying about like, receiving so much information. It can't be healthy. It can't, surely. Like, I, I, yeah yeah, I, I don't think it's 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 made for us to to do that I a hundred percent agree and I had to take that step out and think, what is a dissertation question that's close to me, close to my heart, um, something that I care about, something that will make a change, and I think that's the perfect question,
0: so yeah, I'm a great to, question. so yeah I, a, I um, what do you think? because going forward obviously social media is not going anywhere right like cuz i i've had this conversation with people people before cuz i've kind of been like we should delete it like you know mm. and it's not going to happen Mm-mm. no it's not what do you think is the best thing going forward for, to kind of help people who maybe are addicted to social media or yeah. cuz i've got friends who go on social media go on instagram they look at you know they look at things yeah and they go oh their life looks amazing or this girl looks amazing facade yeah and it's all kind of it's not real life, right? No, it's not. not real life. But what do you think is the best way to kind of combat that? What do you think is the because I think it's tricky? I'd say be real, like literally go out,
1: leave the like, just leave your house, <laughs> arrange to meet, have an excuse to leave, have an excuse to not be on your phone. Oh, I've got a lecture in five minutes, I've got to go. You know, have an excuse. Um, Oh, I want to meet with my friends. They want they're at the pub. Cool. Next thing you know, you're in that space that the people who are taking these fake pictures want to be at. They want to be with people. They want to socialize. They do want to quote unquote collaborate, as we call it nowadays. Like that's that's what that's the space that they want to be. If you want to leave, not leave social media. It's not about saying cutting off and I want to go. I'm going to leave and never come back. Because if you have that kind of mindset, then you're always going to be drawn. But it's slowly just like taking it away just piece by piece having reasons to actually go outside okay I think I'll go for a run I think I'll actually start doing this gym thing slowly and carefully you actually see that you're less on social media and that you actually feel more mentally healthy Mm. happier living a happier life the life that you've always wanted to live because you're doing it I'd probably say yeah that's my advice
0: and what about um, you know for people who are a bit younger Mm. um, do you think that do you think people are being exposed to social media too young do you oh, think, cause, 100% cuz i mean you are in the you're in the same generation as me where i didn't have any social media real like you know like facebook nah. but like even <laughs> even when we <laughs> no. you know cuz i had facebook since i was about 11 lucky How, but, but, i had it at 15 but it wasn't used like it's used now mm, until no, it's not. until maybe 4 years ago and yeah, then those was in, a so uh, a boom yeah and, and instagram and twitter i didn't have until i was maybe like nine, 18 or 19 yeah. so maybe 17 at like the earliest. But then there's people now, like my sister had it when she was younger. Mm. There's people, I see people on social media and they're obviously like 13. Yeah. And I'm sort of thinking, you know, when I was 13, mm. I, was just chill, I was just chilling. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I come home from school. Oh, uh, uh, big facts. You know, we'd, so we'd go on like PSN. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or we got Listen,
1: I, I was on the DS Lite. Okay. Yeah. I, I was on the DS. I was on the DS chat box. I was playing Mario Kart. It was such a vibe. Yeah. Disney Channel, Disney Cinemagic. I was on it. Yeah. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, Need for
0: Sweet Underground 2. Don't <laughs> even hey, you gotta be reminiscent, man. Yeah. So beautiful. See, but that's the thing of, <laughs> I think about that and I think about, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm not, you know, I I don't know about if I'm right about this, but you know, if you're in that age, your brain is developing. Like yeah. Our brains are probably our brains are still developing. But mm. if you're at, you know, in your early teens and even younger, your brains are developing. Mm. I can't I can only imagine that that is insane. That's an yeah. insane thing for someone that age to ha- to to have as a norm. Yeah. To so be like, oh, what are my friends posting? That's <sighs> so unreal. And I and I just think about My cuts go out to them. Yeah. And um, I just kind of think about going forward, uh, what kind of is there a way in the future should kids be exposed to social media? And how and and if so, like what and what is there to do you know, about it? I think this is a tough
1: question that a lot of parents are probably facing right now. Yeah. And their idea would be to cut off and have parental control. I don't think that's the right move, personally. I think no matter what, your children's always gonna be exposed to um to social media in some way, whether it be your their their friends in the playground, have a phone. I, I, I see their their children, it's like three or four. Back in my day, the most that they had was I um, don't. I don't even know. They didn't even have phones. They just had coloring pencils, crayons, and stuff. Now they have like iPods or iPhones, mm. like something like that. You know, like a lesser generation iPhone four or something like that. It's it's not okay. It's no, developing brains. One hundred percent. You you you're right on the money. I don't think that's that's the way. Um, my advice. <sighs> I would probably say. So you're gonna have to cut out some of the facts that I'm worry, thinking man. so no, hard. Honestly, honestly, it's cool. This is such a serious question. What, all I can do is speak for what I'm gonna do. If this, if I was, Lord forbid, uh, a parent right now, if I had a baby right now, I'm, I mean, I'm not even married, but still, if, if I, if I had a child right now, I think it's about introducing the fact that the world is corrupt and what they see isn't well, all that glitters isn't gold. Um, And so it's about filtering that if they're going to receive it, we have to try and find a way of not cutting it off, but introducing it as a possible danger, but as a tool, just as a hammer could be dangerous, but used in the right way, it can be very productive. Mm -hmm. So social media, if you want to check your friends, we've got to find a way to kind of look into that. And I think there's probably tons of theories online, thousands of theories online. Um, I'm just not too sure if I'm in the right space personally right now to answer that question. Oh, yeah. Let alone as a, as well.
0: It's it's an impossible question, I think. Student. I think I agree because I think um, I've thought about it before and thought, you know, what would I do Mm. if I, you know, inevitably, I mean, I want kids, so inevitably... When they get to that age I mean it's going to be even worse Mm. In say I I can only imagine man But Because it's not going anywhere I think just The the best For me The best thing that I would I think what I I would do Is just be Say look You're going to go on it I'm not going to tell you You can't go on it Because if you say A kid can't do something They're just going to want to do it I do it now Someone tells me I can't do something I'll be like I want to do it Yeah Uh, So I think What I would do is I'd be like Look Here's how you can manage it Mm. Here's what this is not real. On Instagram, you see if you see this, mm. do not for a second think these people are happy. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. The point being you don't know that. That's so right. you if you base your happiness on that, mm. you don't know. You don't know. Base your happiness in what you believe in and what just trying to educate them, man. Mm. I think I think that's what that's what I do. You gotta um, give
1: them life experiences as well. Yeah. Um, you go you gotta give them reasons to go out and meet their friends um in the parking invite or well, the world's turning a bit more. South I'd probably say invite your friends around your house or go around their house you know sleepovers keep it classic keep it original you know what I mean like give them give them a console that won't that doesn't have internet access for example the Nintendo Wii too many good games on there Wii Sports you know what I mean (laughs) Wii Sports um, Mario Kart um, you got you got the whole lot you know what I mean and I don't think kids need the latest graphics or the Wii U or whatever even though the world may tell them they need it and so yeah Give him him something Give him a PSP Boy PSP is the one Me I'm buying I'm buying mine again I I went from (laughs) Selling it as a child To buying it again As a teen To selling it again And I'm gonna buy it again And I can't let it go GTA on PSP Listen Listen For me it was NBA uh, Showdown The streets (sighs) Uh man, I even <laughs> w- remember like watching Ghost Rider. Oh yeah. Or, like these have like, little movies on the UMDs UMD, there well. UMD.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man. I had like uh, I think I had I think I had Spider-Man 2, but I only had Spider-Man 2. So I just Serious? watched it. That every, game's for real. Every every every, every card. Oh, the journey. movie, the movie. Oh I had the movie and the game. Come on now. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: was on the PS2 as well, man. Yeah. Oh, PS2 and PSP, it's just Oh, so beautiful. I still, I still have a PS2. I really? never sold the same one from my childhood. I still got it. I still got it. Keeping it real. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I took, I brought it to my uni, um, really? to my new house. I'd be playing. Use still, it, yeah. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the graphics aren't beautiful, Doesn't but
1: it, I'm still reminiscing the music, the tracks.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it's so funny. when well. you're talking about you know like kids who are under even like ten having like iPads. <laughs> I think when I was under ten, I think I had like mud. I think I was like you know I was just like building a like mud walls and I'm like you know what oh, I, I, I don't regret it I I love that I did that yeah because that was I don't know at the time that was cool like that was enough for me mm. but for kids now it's that would that maybe maybe won't be enough they mm. need screens or they need access to the internet that's right like, the internet the internet's killed us.
1: <laughs> the it has crippled us I can't lie I don't know, that's a bit something like, that's supposed to make us more social has
0: inevitably made us, us unsociable it's killed us man I, I, honestly I love the internet it's so helpful but Jesus Christ it's fucking killed us sorry excuse yeah. me is your show it's your show, <laughs> um, show. alright um, now the, the last thing I kind of wanted to get onto is I don't know how much you want to talk about it it's, it's completely up to you I've got time bro. Um you're religious right you you I am a man of faith, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,, yeah, um, so I'm not right at all, yeah, uh, so I think it's it's a different world for me. like i I've just never I've never been part of it. My dad used to be religious. My mum, I think, used to be religious. They're different, different from different faiths, yeah. And something my dad always used to talk about was he he grew up Catholic hmm. and he was because he's not religious so much now, but he used to say, uh, the thing he really took from it was the community. Uh when he was younger he was just it was he'd go to church on a Sunday, he see all his friends. Mm. Um and he loved it. He was like, No matter what he thinks of of religion now, he loved it. Now, at university, faith view has that been kind of important? Has that been kind of an integral part of your university life? I wanna hear about it. Yes. A hundred percent. It's it's probably a main reason why I haven't
1: felt felt the need to kind of find my identity through things such as drinking or like wanting to try weed or whatever you know what i mean there's always going to be certain things certain challenges that's going to come along but i personally say that yeah no um 100 my faith has definitely given me guidelines and morals that's been sewn into me as a child that's allowed me to be the man that i am today
0: yeah, yeah. i think no i think that's great i think that's great because i um for a long time uh it's really strange because I've always sort of had the opinion of uh, I'm I'm not religious, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always kind of thought like oh why would you be you know religious? For a long time, I used to feel like that, mm-hmm. and then one time uh, it happened. I think when I was eighteen, I finished work, and I was waiting for I was waiting for my girlfriend at the time outside where she she was finishing later. So I was just sitting on a bench. Mm-hmm. I, was, I think it's because I was wearing I used to work in a big department, so I had to wear a suit. So I was sitting on this bench, and this woman came over to me. I think she was Korean, and she came to talk to me about. Uh, Christianity
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my first instinct was like oh, I don't I, I don't want I, this isn't me man this isn't me mm-hmm. um but she I talked to her for a good forty minutes and I started okay. off with um you know I was kind of like i, I I'm really sorry I, I I no matter what you say I'm not gonna this I'm not, this isn't gonna go in like i'm I'm quite firm and I'm not religious and she kind of kept going she kept talking to me about it and i I questioned her I kept she said to me, oh you know it's written it's written down here and I said to her how do you know that's how do you know that how do you know that's what that's Legit, how do you know that? And she was saying, it's not about that. And she was saying, it's not about She was saying, I have faith. And I said to her, well, for me, that's difficult because I, I need to see things and I'm, I'm like that. Mm. But after a while, she explained to me about her. She'd had a, quite a bad life in Korea. Mm. She'd kind of taken up this faith. And she'd come over to England and she's, she's not hurting anybody. Mm. She was living her best life. She was really lovely to talk to. Afterwards, she made me really a lot more, I think, uh, religiously tolerant. Okay. Uh and it made me really respect people who are religious. Like like big time, like it made wow. me understand. It made me understand, go, This isn't for me, but I get it. Mm. You know, I get it. And before that, I didn't get it. Uh I don't know why I went on this tangent. I don't know why I went on no, this no, it's cool, but this lady it's cool. was talking to me and I just I don't know what made me click. I think she just went it she explained how it affected her life. Mm. And then it made me go like, it really doesn't matter what it is. Mm. If something is helping you and it's not hurting, yeah, all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it, man. And before that, I was big on, like, the opposite opinion. And I think I was a bit, you know, the typical, I like, kind of like, ah, oh, but I'm, you know, I'm agnostic or whatever. And now I'm kind of like, you do you. Like, I have friends at home who are religious, and we don't really talk about it. Mm. Um, But... Can, can yeah. I ask why Why you don't talk about it? Well, we don't talk about it. Um, he doesn't bring it up. I've got a friend who's specifically religious, and it just, it never comes up. Mm. Uh, I think it's because in our group of friends, no one is religious. Yeah. It's just him. Okay. So I don't think he really wants to bring and bring it up. Uh, do you talk about it? I guess a lot, it's a lot of your kind of community. Are you guys all kind of religious. Are you, um, I'd probably say
1: that um, we don't call it religion. No. Okay. Um, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just. Yeah. I'm no, just no. No. Saying, no yeah. Um, we don't. We don't call it religion. We call it faith. Sure. Um, I'd say that religion is. The need to to have to go to church every Sunday and have to tithe and tithe and be in, um give give money and stuff and, and that kind of you have to do these sort of things and is for me it's, it's never been that it's actually been like more of a relationship it's actually been like a relationship with God so just like how um, I don't know just like how you you, you got a girlfriend right yeah, yeah so just how you'd spend time with her you you inevitably develop a relationship even before you were dating or labelled as boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, and so I'd probably say that the more you just communicate, the more you build what you want to have, it starts, it starts developing. And so, yeah, for me, um, I did find um, my group of people through the CU uh, initially. Um, but yeah, no, faith is definitely um, not just a community or an activity, but it's actually a lifestyle and mm. my identity. That's that's where I'd say my true identity is from. That's why I, I, I don't slip into social media or f- feel to feel validation from that. But it's definitely from there.
0: And I think that's good because I think it's, you know who you are. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting you were talking about that. Um, I didn't know you you uh, didn't want to call it religion. I didn't know that. Yes, um, yeah. But my mum, uh, actually, she's not religious, but she she talks about that exact thing and she's not religious, but she's like, I have a relationship with something higher. Hmm. She was like, I believe in something higher. I, I have this, I have faith. Yeah. and I never, I've always kind of, she says she gets a lot of strength from that. She's been through some things that uh, she says she wouldn't have been able to if she didn't have this kind of, this, um, I guess, yeah, this relationship. This is, it's, it's, and it's something that I've always struggled to understand, but um, as I'm growing up, I'm seeing kind of all these people in my life kind of having this relationship and it's you know it's really working out for them it's really you know it's, it's really they're, they're doing really well um I can see it gives you a lot of uh, you know who you are like right you know who you are yeah. and I think that's good because you know we talked about the social media thing and I can tell that you don't have this kind of warped relationship with social media because you have this positive relationship that's right with yeah you know yeah so yeah great no fantastic <laughs> I think that was a re- I think that was great is there anything else you want to add to that or um, um, should probably plug it. GCC Gospel Collective, <laughs> <laughs> Gospel
1: Collective Church, every Sunday, Saint Luke's Church at three. Yeah, cool. <laughs> nice, nice. No, yeah. um, I had to plug it because these people, um, they have helped me. So I, I know you probably like no, 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 keep going. Um, they've helped me in so many different ways. When I was struggling with identity, when I was struggling with just life. Everybody, everybody everybody that you see goes through something in some way or another, whether it be now or in the the future or they had it as in the past, Lord forbid, like you just, you know. And so having this relationship is definitely something that I've been able to, um, that I've been able to find solace in, peace in. I've been able to find peace and I hope that someday other people will too. Do you have any other questions? (laughs) Because I'm happy to like talk about this for, for, a good 3 hours but um, this is literally my life but honestly yeah. so the uh, questions no, i think that's all on you
0: no i think that's great i think we touched on some really interesting things i think that, um we had some good conversations yeah it was good. It's uh, good it's been good it's been good yeah man i really enjoyed that um i feel like you know you, you have a lot to say about that i feel like you know if you ever want to come again listen you know, you know where I am. I hope you've enjoyed you know it. Where I live. This has been amazing. This is my first podcast. Really? Yeah, I have another one set up, but you guys are oh, you guys I got me special, first. So I feel uh, special. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, that's been that's been cool, and yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that because I re- I think that's really interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank of you for course, coming on today. Of course. Thanks. Uh, thank you if, for having me, even though you're again. an hour late. Thank you. for <laughs> Hey, listen now. <laughs> listen. Okay, now that's one thing about this.
1: Okay, the university. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the transition from London to Bath. Okay. Busses come every two minutes. Here they come every half an hour to an hour. I, I'm blaming the U5 and not the fact that I had to try and find something good to wear to something where you don't even see me. But yeah, no, don't worry that's about besides it. the don't, point. Don't worry
0: about it. All I'm right, sorry.
1: But, I apologise.
0: No, no, don't. Honestly, it's fine. you got that recording now. I'm uh, I'll probably cut that out. Um, <laughs> all right, this has been... Uh, we've been We have Clark Williams today and this has been Jad Steele. I've been your host for the Wild Mind podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. See you.